0: Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. Once upon a time, they called me Nick. Uh, And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world.
1: Once upon a time they called you Nick, imply that they no longer call you Nick? Maybe they don't.
0: Maybe they call me something else these days. What would that be? They don't tell me. They say it behind my back. (laughs) I'm an enigma. Okay. They call me something else because they dare not speak my real name.
1: Okay. Like Voldemort. Is that what they're calling you behind your back? No,
0: it's something different. Oh, but he's the one who shall not be named. Oh, okay. I'm the one that shall not be nicked.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> As you do. Yeah. Hey, uh-huh. I got a quote for you. Okay. I'm going to start it off by reading it because that's what happens here. I tell you a story, you tell me a story. Alternate episodes, of course. Correct. Uh, so here we go. Quote He used to fly airlines, but it got to the point where it was agitating him spiritually. He had become famous and they were wanting him to pray for them and all that. You can't manage that today. This dope filled world. You get in an airplane, you get in a long tube with a bunch of demons, and it's deadly. What? Does that quote sound you don't does that sound familiar to you anyways? Did Jesus say that? No, it's a quote by Televangelist Keith Copeland. Oh. That piece of shit. I mean guy who preaches the Lord's things. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Anyways, you know, he's one of those guys. So the devil. Well, you know, as we do. Justifying why it made sense for him to have his own private plane in order to fly around and spread the word of God. Um, he was confronted by a reporter regarding these comments. And I mean, if you've never seen it, it is a wild clip because she's like, hey, didn't you call like people demons on a plane? And he's like, hey, well, ah, ah, well. And then he goes on like a tangent. That's like how his voice sounds. Cool. Do you know Do you know that guy on YouTube? Oh man! I, dang it! I forget his name now, which is sad because everything he does is incredible. But he'll like you know make like metal songs to like quotes and things, like memes or videos. No, not familiar. I'll have to show you. Um, okay. Or if I you know figure it out, if I have to pause, I'll look it up real quick. But but, but the point is, because he preaches like insanely, mm-hmm. like throwing metal behind that, he makes some good metal songs. That's the only
1: contribution he made to the world that I can. You know, the only part... I don't know if it was him, but there was a pretty good, like, yeah, uh, hmm. video yeah. somebody edited. I think it was him, but it could be somebody else. Yeah. Of, like, Star Wars music happening and him gesturing as he looks evil as fuck. And could be, probably. They made probably. it so, like, force lightning's he's coming very, out of his hands. He's
0: very Palpatine-esque, you know what I mean? Well, like, that's
1: what it, they made him look like, Palpatine yeah, shooting cause, force lightning.
0: Because he's just sort of on the same page here. This is what this many, And again, we're going to move past him real quick, but, like, you know... You know, this maniac. Uh,
1: I know exactly who he is. He yeah. looks evil as fuck. Yeah, he's...
0: I mean, it's... Come on, man. Like, what... Uh, isn't there something in, like, the Bible about, like, the Antichrist and, like, false prophets? Never mind. That's... I'm sure that, you know, whatever.
1: What? The Bible. What? But Anyways... I think it's pronounced Bibble. Oh. Bibble? Bibble. Michael Bibble. <laughs> All right. Now we're
0: insane. I can't. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the point is... Within the context of, um oh, yeah, but, I mean, like I said, watch the clip if anybody hasn't seen it. Google Keith Copeland. Um, I'm a masochist, Isn't so, of Kenneth course, Copeland? I've watched many things. Ken- that was Keith. He I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. I mean, truly not, but let's see. Yeah, who cares what his name is, but you're correct. It is Kenneth Copeland. Mm-hmm. Keith, Ken. Who gives a shit? My mistake internet The internet's a wild place. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, he certainly did and you're about to too Within the context of the discussion and forthcoming questioning it sure seems like he wasn't down with sharing space thousands of feet in the air With his fellow human beings, you know calling human beings demons while being a holy man It's kind of a bad look probably not the best You probably shouldn't do that but also if that in that context don't religious leaders believe demons actually exists and are really horrible like, they believe they're actually coming after your soul and stuff. So you're just going to call people demons? Kind of says a lot there. So. Yeah. Well, that may very well be true. Again, when a multi-million dollar pastor is justifying his use of a private aircraft, you might feel compelled to ask a lot of questions about his character and perhaps even the system that allows such a lifestyle to exist. But anyways, his gross comments came to my mind after I was made aware of a uh, viral video raging across the TikTok.
1: The TikTok
0: and a Facebook. Hmm. I'm not on either of those. A faces novella, face novel. Anyways, if you weren't aware, um, of course this was brought to my attention. It's a video, or well, there is a video of a lady freaking out in an airplane. Hmm. What is she freaking out about? Again, I mean, I don't do the uh, the talks or the ticks myself, and I know you don't either. Uh-uh. So let's just delve into a sector of the internet where we do not often travel. Okay. And bear with me for just a second cuz I have this ready for us and I mean you can look at it later but like I'm just going to play it. It's like 30 seconds. I'm going to aim the microphone at it. Okay. So it gets picked up here but then you should still be able to hear. Mhm. All right, so she just calls a man not real. That's just the thing people say. Mm -hmm. She seemed of sound mind, right? Totally fine, right? Normal? Uh, Yeah, yeah. that seemed okay. Yeah, seems fine. Hold on. So anyways. So yeah, it's this crazy lady freaking out, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, it of course was uploaded to the internet. And when the internet hears a lady losing her mind about a man who isn't real and tries to terrify the other passengers by saying they're going to die with them, the internet might take a little interest in that.
1: I mean, it's pretty weird. They might
0: like be like, you know, what's going on there? Uh, so uh, lots of takes began spreading about this phenomenon. I'm just calling her screaming on a plane a phenomenon because it grows a little from there. Uh, because of course they would. People began giving their take and then this guy shared his video. Now it takes a second, but just you know, listen to it because it's part of this overall madness that is that has transpired. It was a link to me. I wonder if this is it. Let's see. If not, you can just cut this part up. But I think this is the video. Yeah, this is the video I wanted. That
2: mother- Dislo- Okay, here's the story time for you. I'm gonna try, I've tried like two times to record this, but I keep going over the three minute limit and I don't wanna do a part one, part two type thing, so I'm gonna try to be specific. I was on that flight, it was American Airlines. We were leaving Dallas, Fort Worth. I was sitting in the left aisle, about three rows back from this woman. She was sitting in the right aisle, and she had this very interesting exchange with some dude in a hoodie. I don't remember the color of the hoodie. I I really, you know how memory is, when you're not super paying attention, you don't remember all the details. I had one headphone in, couldn't hear all the specifics of what happened, but I noticed this exchange between this woman and this dude in a hoodie. And it was kind of weird at the time because it seemed like no one else before she really started getting frantic, like was paying attention to this, but that makes sense. It was like a normal flight. This was after putting all the luggage away. We'd been on the plane for a little bit. It was before the flight attendant came over and gave the little spiel and what I remember is she ha- was having like a full-blown conversation with this dude in the hoodie. I'll call him the hoodie guy. She was having a full-blown conversation with hoodie guy. The weird thing was that he never once said a fucking word to her the whole time. And at the time I I don't know, I wasn't really thinking about it, but it was like she it's like she would say something and he like would respond but there was no exchange happening it was just her getting more and more frantic which okay if she's drunk and she's going crazy then you would think the dude in the hoodie would have been like what are you talking about like what are you talking about but he was just like dead locked on her like deep eye contact with her like like I don't want to feed into the conspiracies here but like like almost like she was like in a hypnosis type of thing and she started getting more and more frantic to the point where then people started kind of noticing flight attendant came over tried to calm her down like what's going on she sat back down but she kept looking over at this dude in the hoodie and finally she was like done with it and that's like when I really started paying attention like okay what the fuck is going on and that's when she was like I'm I can't do this she started getting up she started walking up to the front and then the whole video thing happened I didn't take a video of it I was listening to a Stephen King audiobook I wasn't like pulling out my phone to record this and she didn't seem drunk to me by the way Just throwing that out there. I I didn't see her drink. I mean, she she seemed totally normal to me up until that point. The weird thing was after she left the plane, the dude in the hoodie, which the flight attendant was like, did anything happen? And he still didn't say a word. He just went like, and like shrugged. The dude in the hoodie like looked around the plane and he looked back at me and he winked at me. And again, I didn't quite register it. I was like, okay, what the fuck was that about? I was like, maybe he's just being like, an ass, like, winking, like, that was weird, wasn't it? But now that I look back, I realize that when he winked at me, and it was his left eye looking back at me, it didn't wink like this. It winked like this. And I didn't even register... Wink sideways. He said instead of his
0: eye winking normal, it winked like this.
1: Isn't that something you would freak you out, like, right away, though?
0: Correct. Again, we're going on a journey here, so...
1: Dis- hang on and also just another thing that I disagree with how he said that like that woman doesn't seem like she's like being drunk you don't hallucinate someone no but not being real that's like something you could do on like maybe some other substances correct more yes. likely but yes so yeah she didn't seem drunk Did she seemed high as balls <laughs> like- again
0: we're going on a journey okay? All because um, this, we're going to condense like a day's worth of internet into like a conversation today. Okay. So now the internet had a target and they pinpointed the target being this random guy in a hoodie who's, excuse me.
1: There's a lot of those.
0: Right. A lot of people wear hoodies. It's like a common article of clothing. I have a hood on my shirt right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Hoods exist. So anyways, the Internet decided they wanted to, f- you know, find this hoodie guy. Um, he was, you know, that was like, who is this guy? Why is he? His eyes. So, I mean, just hearing that, what do you think about if there, If we indulge the idea of there being a potential entity, someone says they're not real, then there's a man blinking sideways as opposed to up and down like a normal human would blink. Mm. I don't know. What, what jumps to your mind immediately? What do you think? What are you thinking? As far as entity, c- creature, being... Lizard person. There we go. All right. So here's some uh deranged comments from the said internet we all know and love. Uh again, just comments on yeah, I think was it that video or was it just in general? There's com we got comments. I was on the plane. The guy did blink sideways, was wild. <laughs> Wait, I've seen a video of the dude blinking sideways, but they took it down. How many thousands of people were on this plane at this point now? I mean it's it's nice, yeah, it's like triple decker. <laughs> yeah. And they're all on the same level as this one guy. Yeah. I seen a vid where they said he blinked sideways like that one guy from Men in Black. Men in Black. It's
1: been too long for me to remember that.
0: Yeah. And someone says, why is he so calm? Because again, they uh, I'm sure I'll get to it eventually. But like they find a picture of Hoodie Guy and the video. Now, wow, right. There I would have been like, you ain't got to tell me twice. Wait up. If you watch a few rows up, check out the dude in the sunglasses. So now they're looking on the videos just looking for other people who could be this, we'll just say lizard man for now. Okay. Reptoid demon creature. Anyways, so this all happens. Then again, this woman, she's nowhere to be found. Got some more comments. She needs to go in. This is in all caps because that makes discussion very healthy. She needs to go on TikTok and say what she saw. I'm tired of seeing these videos all over my FYP. What's that mean? I'm 80 years old.
1: Fuck your page. Great. great. Well,
0: (laughs) Zach 68. So that's great. That's good. The vertical wink is real. You don't have to believe it until you see it. Thank you for making this video. She was genuinely terrified. I believe her 100%. All right.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Those people need to what do you think? reconsider who, how easily they trust people like on the thing, Internet, right? especially. It
0: seems like a couple of videos just on the Internet, and all of a sudden you're believing in non-people. That seems kind of a strange thing just to jump to, doesn't it? Well. Based on what I've shown you, that's where you want to go, huh? What do you think?
1: I it's, mean, I don't trust people off of one five-second interaction. Correct. That I watched from afar. Maybe you'd want some
0: corroborating evidence. Yeah. All right, well, I got some for you. All right, so two more, what we will call wild revelations. Now, the poster of the video who claimed to have seen the man blink sideways had commented this on the very same video I played for you that made people absolutely lose their minds. Uh, It seems nobody who watched that video decided to read this guess it's called it's the the channel's like the Cole show uh he brags first video just thought I'd share my experience with this now that I'm seeing it all over my fyp It's got to be like your feed
1: right must be all right cool for your
0: for your pleasure you oh, oh yeah phone that's what i said pleasure could be too no. anyways i'm 80 years old talking about a thing i don't use Please don't take this video seriously because it's not real. I completely made this up. Just want to see how gullible people are on this app. Well, that's in the description. It, literally, that's what he put in the video <laughs> that I played for you. That's right there underneath everything that three minute video I played for you. Okay. It's right there. Nobody read it. I'm sure some people did. Obviously, some people do read, but the point is now we're off to the races. But by this point, the internet had played another grueling game of telephone, which really should just be called, like, internet or social media at this point, because, you know, that's the same vibes. That's kind of what it's doing. Yep. Um, People were claiming the woman herself had seen the man blink sideways. So then people were saying things like, oh, the woman said she saw him blink sideways when that was not in the video I played for you at all. Correct. Now, the second revelation, well, the video of the man in the green hoodie, um, well, was absolutely not the same flight and a year old, which means, of course, it was a year old and not the same flight. It's just a random video of a random man on a plane. They're like, this is the hoodie guy she saw. Oh, jeez. Absolute chaos. This is madness. All right. Again, it was just some random video of some unrelated man dragged into what can only be described as what we affectionately call a mess. Monster excitement, stupidity syndrome, a term we adore for this podcast. That we're very familiar with,
1: it's like an online hunt. It's an online mess. Yep.
0: Or, I mean, if you're you now New
1: get into a mess from the comfort of your desk chair.
0: You don't have to leave. You don't have to get off. You don't have to get off your ass. You just sit down and be like, "We're going to hunt." You hunting. don't even have to be at your desk really anymore. No, you could be fucking walking around. Yeah. You could be shopping. You could be buying your eggs and milk, and then be looking Stepping for a monster. traffic. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You could be walking right in front of a semi truck. Or, I mean, if you're new to the show and you're not too familiar with our mess talk, you may know it by a more, you know, intuitive phrase, mob mentality. Mm-hmm. All right. Eventually, another video came out where an actual passenger, an actual passenger on this plane said that, um, well, he, he went, was the hoodie man. He was the hoodie man. She did see him and he wasn't real. And, ah, and then they shoot themselves in the head. Because I couldn't handle it That didn't happen I'm just making up things now Because you can just do that On the internet But anyways They said uh, What do you think Started this situation? This escapade I mean you've just Been given all I was given Really at first She's yelling at a man Says he's not real What do you think Started making her freak out? Again it's just open For discussion
1: I don't know Body odor
0: No she uh, It all started over A lost AirPod." Which was eventually found on the floor. Sure. But this video also confirmed that this woman, she was, in fact, drunk. As other passengers had said, they saw her at the same bar as them. Okay. I mean, again, maybe not. You could assume she could just have had a few drinks. But if you see somebody hanging out at the bar and then later on they're on a plane screaming about non-people, you might be like, well...
1: That seems like it's just a phrase that gets mixed up to me then. What? Like, that dude's not real. Like, not... He is not a real person. Yeah, like, like he's just not being—he's unreal. Like, or like he's un, not he, un, not reasonable. Or, right, he's not on
0: the level. He's not, you know, yeah. yeah. He's just like you know, basically calling him a liar. Basically, yeah.
1: But no, because I've never hallucinated while drinking. No, he no. I feel like maybe if you're like a pretty hardcore alcoholic, maybe
0: could be. But you could be seeing all sorts of stuff at that point because yeah. your
1: brain is really fried. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, you wake up from a dream. Was it a dream? Was it real? Uh, yeah. Well, and you probably, may, you know, like I said, passengers talking. You might be wondering, well, why are these all these passengers talking? Well, they get a second to chat. Well, anyways, during her tirade, she threatened the plane, which triggered, like, post-9-11 security shit.
1: Yeah, that's not a good thing to do. No, uh, she did. And then oh.
0: authorities had to uh, sweep the plane. Oh, that which adds meant, to some of the conspiracy right there. It does. And it took three hours. Oh, shit. So imagine this was your flight. I Delayed three hours because a lady said a man was unrailed and threatened the plane, and then you all had to get off. Okay. So at this point, so that I imagine that like this is the See, point.
1: Threatening the plane, that seems like drunk behavior. Right. <laughs> I, gotta beat up. I don't know what that
0: exact threat was if the video didn't say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm going to rip the wings off this
1: thing. I'm going to blow this bathroom up. Yeah, I'm going to rip
0: it <laughs> apart with my. All right.
1: With my bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Um, so I imagine this was the time when, like, by this point, like, everybody on the plane, like, hates this fucking woman. Like, if you're just trying to ignore it, now, like, you actively have to get off the plane. You're waiting three hours. So I'm imagining it's the talk of the town. Oh, yeah. You're not happy. That's when stories get shared. I mean, that's a good way to bo- Again, the uh, easiest way to get people to bond is to give them one common enemy. It works every time. Mm-hmm. And this one psycho lady, passenger full of people, a passenger plane full of people. That are now angry. Uh, one person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all passengers had to exit, and then this lady was escorted away by the police. Does that help the conspiracy? Yes. Now maybe this, you know, being escorted by the police, or her eventual sobriety, and maybe she contemplated what she had done. Um, maybe that's why she's kind of been MIA and not commenting on what's been happening. We're uh, just trying to ignore what's going on. I
1: had some sort of drunken rampage on a very public now thing i would be laying low maybe just like <laughs> radio silence yeah be like nope wasn't me turn on off my phone yeah uh
0: no thanks bye mm-hmm. but again you know it, this could have been why like we talked about she has not decided to like, be like hey
1: that was me and waved to the fucking camera
0: <laughs> yeah hey yeah whoops
1: yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, my bad. Had an edible and a couple too many drinks at the bar. Yeah, got on
0: the plane. Thought I'd just knock out on the flight. And then like, but then like the fucking mad lad who films a three-minute video, even though he posted in the comments this whole believable story, like, yeah, and then he blinked at me with his, like, what are you, what a psychopath. Mm-hmm. That man just wants to watch the world burn. Yeah. Yeah, just tear it down. Sure. And you know how you were talking about, how you might not necessarily believe someone on the internet, or these people should think about it after like a five-second clip to believe things. Yeah. This is how easy it is to get people to freak the fuck out. It's this easy.
1: Also, what is the motivation of a lizard man just getting on a flight? I mean, he's a lizard. He can't fly. He's bought ticket. <laughs> I mean... Don't they
0: have like they have tunnels, I guess, or like, like maybe a they have spaceships, greyhound type thing. Maybe, but like they live amongst society. Maybe he just was hopping on a quick flight. Maybe, if that was the other, it was thing. convenient. Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't like she was disappeared, or taken out because um or whatever other madness people have decided is going on because of her inside reptoid insights. So I mean, okay. So this gets my attention. It's brought to me, which I appreciate. Okay. A friend of the show, Gina, brought that my attention. Okay. Sent me those videos, compiled it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll watch all the And then I'm like, well. Thanks, Gina. I'm going to talk about this. Now Zach gets to know about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I was, you know, with all this craziness, well, kind of let me down a path. Was Gina on the plane? Oh, my God. I don't think so. We could start that conspiracy. <laughs> Gina, were you on the plane? Did you see it blink sideways? Yeah to
1: blink sideways oh my gosh and was it wearing a hoodie
0: oh my god what color and it was green like a lizard hoodie is that why they chose a the green hoodie guy because that's the color of the hoodie in the video it really it was green <laughs> yeah yeah because it was green like a lizard anyways i could have used this as an opportunity because i was like all right let's look let's look up like sky monsters or sky demons or sky demons that's what i looked up i wanted i, I was like googling like sky demons and things this exactly. is I wanted. I wanted to find something because like. it also reminded me of the episode of Supernatural. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like the first time they meet demons, is just this one demon who likes to get on planes and just crash them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That was the first I had episode. To have seen it. Sam and Dean battle the demon, and considering where that show goes, like you know, demons escape hell. There's all plans to like you know bring Lucifer back. It's very intricate. So I mean, that's only because like the gates of hell opened. So there's this one fucking demon who managed to not be in hell, and all he does is get in planes
1: and crash them. That's all he does. It's just, it's his, it's just <laughs> his thing.
0: He's not connected to any. It's
1: like, I got out. Yeah. What do I want to do for fun?
0: He's not like a zealot. He's not a religious believer in like Lucifer. He's not trying to be part of some cult. He's just like, I'm going to crash all these planes.
1: I mean, that's pretty like live in the
0: moment type stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's a demon, so he'll possess somebody, crash it, then he floats away and possesses somebody else. Yeah. But that's also something I kept thinking about. It's too bad Nobody jumped anybody in the plane and started doing an exorcism because that's what happens in the uh, supernatural episode. Sam and Dean jump this guy and they just try to exorcise him.
1: It's time to exercise. Does anybody? Is there an exorcist on this flight? Yeah. He's like, yeah, let's work out. <laughs> He's getting, got some barbells and no. says, oh, let's do some stretches. That's that's not what we wanted.
0: I mean, that's a funny pun. I mean, I'm sure it exists as many shirts. Maybe do my own version: exorcise your demons. He's just working out. <laughs> yeah, all oh, that has to happen now. I'm sure it already exists. It's too easy, but like. I could do my own version.
1: Uh-huh. It's just yours. Oh, all right. Nobody else yeah, thought of the that, i only one huh? that thought of it.
0: All right, good. Original idea. Uh-huh. Exercise your demons.
1: Yep. Is anyone a gym coach? <laughs> this a little guy with horns? I'm going to help you. let work out. Yeah.
0: Can you feel the burn? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's insane. So, yeah, I could have used that opportunity to look up, you know, shapeshifters and revisit... The Raptorid Conspiracy Pursue more of a demonic route. So I searched like like I told you, Demons of the Sky. And what came back kind of surprised me.
1: And well, isn't go ahead. I don't remember the name of the demon, but isn't the uh the one from the Exorcist? Movies is like something to do with the sky or air or something like Pazuzu? that. Pazuzu? I think so.
0: Yeah, is that what? look at Pazuzu. Right. I would, but my phone's got it's occupied right now. What's Pazuzu the demon of? Slow internet, apparently. Oh, Jesus. Pazuzu's got shitty Wi-Fi. How is the Wi-Fi in hell? It exists, but it is just very slow.
1: Yeah, he's a personification of the southwestern wind. Was it a southwest flight?
0: I I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Whatever it was. Oh, my God. She saw Pazuzu?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll have to get back to this. Man, that's a good question. I like that. Yeah, and held kingship over the Lilu wind demons. Interesting.
0: Nice, good. I'm glad you're cooking your Pazuzu. That was awesome. Yeah. That was good. All right, here's this quote. Quote, because they're almost always above human sight lines, and because people in the city really look up, they don't see them. He said, gesturing to the whore across the street. The horse was strikingly at odds with the anonymous um, structure. I'm going to ignore that part. It gives away the game a little bit. But they, well, you'll notice that they're almost always looking down. And then the quote, because it's like a quote, but like a paragraph, like it's an excerpt from a book. He paused and smiled again. The smile was different this time, thoughtful, and I think the tiniest bit uncomfortable. We don't see them, he said, but they see us. So I was looking just for quotes, demons in the sky, anything like that, and then I came across that Stephen King quote, which is interesting because I didn't even plan it that way, but the guy who I played the video for said he was listening to a Stephen King audio book when he made up his little riptoid story with the blinking. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Just in the grand scheme of like the fucking universe. Um, So what was Stephen King talking about? I'll give you the quote of his book a little bit, but we're going to kind of just, you know, go down this path for a little longer. Um, Any idea what his quote might have been talking about? It's just guesses. Open, open open-ended. Aliens. That would have been cool, but it was not. I'm going to read you a story. A whole Stephen King novel? <laughs> Here's the audiobook. 1,000 Hours. Yeah. It's a story by Frederick George Stevens from 1865. Not a lot going on that, that year. No, but it doesn't take place in the, uh, the Americas. Okay. so there's, there's the, I mean, it's across the world. France, even. Uh Oh, oui, oui, Paris. And because it also gives away the game, I'll tell you the title when I'm done. The legend of this privilege contains a noble tale. The neighborhood, and again, my French is not A-level, so these words do our best. The neighborhood of Rouen, Rouen, R-O-U-E-N, had been for years infested by a horrible dragon, they called tell you his name later, who ate the young women and children and killed more men than he could eat. His damage to cornfields was like that of a great army, for he thought nothing of flapping his vast wings, the wind of which would lay a crop level with the earth as if a storm had passed over it. He leaned against trees, and they broke off short at the roots. He rubbed himself against a church, and spire and tower came tumbling down. This beast lay across the scene scene, and dammed the river so that the city was flooded. He cast offensive things over the walls. He worried the workmen so grievously that they dared not carve on the tower they were building, which is why that part of the cathedral has no carvings on it. He chased the acolytes of the saint along the roads and left nothing but the leper's hospital on the mount, malayed untouched. At length, Saint Romain, or I think I've also seen it as Saint Romanus, either way, cool name, Mm -hmm. his own acolytes being meddled with saw that it was time to interpose. He was not inclined to go alone to the Monsters Den, although he desired to show how easily a saint deals with dragons. And I mean, if you were a saint and you could easily deal with a dragon, wouldn't you want to flex that muscle? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Be like, what's up, dragon? Yeah. Feeling the pump? Exercise your dragons as opposed to your demons? Mm-hmm. But no, no one would go with him on this quest. All stood out, some on one pretense, some on another. They just weren't up to it. At last, the condemned criminal was induced to go along. Great, he's been conscripted. On promise of his life, if the dragon spared it. There was a chance, at least, and rascal as a fellow was, he evidently had more faith in the archbishop than any of his fellow citizens possessed. The pair sailed out together, or sallied. That's a thing people do. How do you sally?
1: Sally forth.
0: There you go. Out together. St. Romain, conscious of the importance of the event, the criminal and spirited by the fresh air and hope. The affair was soon over. The saint Archbishop bishop made the sign of the cross over the monster, tied his stole around its neck, and led it into the city. There the legend leaves him, I guess difficult to dispose of. In gratitude for the attention of his companions, Saint-Romain stipulated that every future year in the fete of the Ascension, the cathedral chapter, should have the privilege of redeeming a criminal, not a traitor from death. The way in which the selection was made was as follows. The chapter's agents heard the confessions of all the condemned culprits, wrote them down, and laid them before their superiors, who determined as to the person to be saved, and named him to the parliament which assembled for the purpose. The man chosen was produced to the assembly, and with many ceremonies, then conducted to the old tower, part of the palace of Norman Dukes. There the convict was admonished by the archbishop, and thence led to the cathedral, bearing a garland on his head, and the shrine of St. Romain in his hand until he reached the high altar where he deposited the shrine. Deposited, A mass was then performed, and after serious exhortation, the redeemed man was led to the boundary of the city and released not without provision for his temporary wants. Now this tale is again from Frederick G. Stevens, specifically his book, uh, Normandy. It's Gothic Architecture and History, published in 1865. I found it by the way of the website Normandy, then and now. .com, the legend of St. Romain, the dragon in Rouen. Now, what was the name of this book, or this story in his book? It was St. Romain and La Gargoyle. Okay. This is one of the origins of the gargoyle. They okay. killed, They killed the dragon. And lots of the stories that are flood around like stem from this type of talk um, is that a gargoyle because its head and neck was so strong, you know because it's a dragon, it can breathe fire, yeah, and when you like skin it and kill it and like burn it up,
1: its head and stuff is still survives, and it's
0: still like a stone,
1: yeah, you have to absorb its soul, yeah, like you're the dragon born. It's
0: amazing, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you throw it up in a fucking building as a goddamn trophy. Which is
1: cool. That's the idea. Not enough gargoyles on buildings nowadays. Oh, my
0: God. Why do you think I went down this route, right? (laughs) Like, what are we doing? The book, of course, that I couldn't tell you because it would give it away totally was Stephen King's book, which I would love to. uh, I need to um, actually find a copy of and look at at least. Nightmares in the Sky, Gargoyles, and Grotesques.
1: Hmm. haven't heard of that one.
0: Yeah. It's a... uh, But yeah, again. What are we talking about? What was the name of our evil dragon? I told you. La Gargoyle. The Gargoyles. Monsters of the Sky. I also read an article um, which said some light on these mystical creatures in another manner. Um, It's from FolkloreThursday.com Material. I'm just giving you the whole link. Gargoyles, Demons, Sky Grotesque guardian angels in that article the author describes another origin of the gargoyle this time springing from you know more celtic origins darlene true Christ also mentions this french tale in her monograph american gargoyles spirits in stone 2001 but she explores a second legend and the first part is referencing the uh the battle in france with okay. la gargoyle but she explores a second legend about the origin of the gargoyle in Celtic history. The Celts were distinguished hunters and believed the heads of their prey were infused with magical abilities, which attracted luck and repelled the evil. After the kill, the Celts supposedly harnessed this power by mounting the prey's decapitated head on sticks and positioning the stakes in a circle around their homes. This practice eventually evolved and expanded to hanging the heads like trophies directly on the exteriors of buildings
1: in their villages. I mean, I bet that looked metal as fuck.
0: Can you imagine? It sounds insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, when was the last time you thought of a freaking gargoyle? Been a hot minute for myself. Same. But uh used to like that show back in the day. Mm-hmm. In one of the articles that I had uh, that I had read, the author mentioned that she was spurred on like, you know, her love for gargoyles started with that badass show. It was a good show.
1: I don't really remember it. I was, it was good, pretty though. young.
0: I remember I liked it though. Yeah, because it, it, like it was it was written to be like you know I mean you could probably watch it now and I bet it holds up. I don't think it was like it wasn't it wasn't shitty. Mm-hmm. Like I would said, Stephen King's book was nightmares in the sky, gargoyles and grotesques. A Wikipedia describes the book you know quickly as a coffee table book about architectural gargoyles and grotesques, photographed by a. Fitzgerald with accompanying text by Stephen King and published in 1988. Oh, so we're like full-blown Coke Stephen King. He's still. like, I need to
1: talk about Gargoyles!
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, mate, let's just go for a walk. He needs to walk and look like Gargoyles. Yeah. Take some pictures. An excerpt was published in the September 1988 issue of Penthouse. Hmm. Some of the images in the book were used as textures in the video games Doom and Doom Two.
1: Huh. Did you say it was
0: in penthouse? Yeah, there was an excerpt <laughs> about gargoyles. Yeah, you look at a hot babe and then check out some hmm. gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, this is what happens. I mean, it's you know, it's, maybe the penthouse has some gargoyles up there. I don't know. Yeah, wouldn't that be wild? All right, are you
1: as hard as this gargoyle? Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to our magazine.
0: Look at all the stuff coming out of the gargoyle's mouth.
1: What? Because <laughs> they're gutters. Okay. That's what gargoyles are. I guess so. We'll get there.
0: From Ravenwoodcastle.com, the term gargoyle comes from the French "gargouille." Gargouille. Sure. Cause it's it, I mean if you just pronounced it like an English pronunciation, it would be you know gargoyle, but it is French with the L's, it's probably Gargouille. The noise of both water and air mixing in the throat. In English, we know this term. It's gargling. As gargle. Yep. What the fuck? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, bulb, light bulb, head, learn something. Yep. Wow. And then like you already mentioned, tragically, modern buildings of all kinds lack the beauty inherent in gargoyles. Every building has a gutter, but none resemble ancient demonic monsters. Yeah. Why? Why not? I don't know, but I mean, that's why they were initially they were just sculpted in design because like these like if you look at the ones in the cathedrals in Paris, like they jut like straight out. So it's to keep the water away from the building. Like, they they drain into their back of their heads and they spurt out. So like mm-hmm. if it's raining and you look at these gargoyles, you got to look fucking insane. Yeah. Cool. Regardless, and uh, to quote this paragraph from that same Folklore Thursday dot com article. Um, Regardless of their symbolic meaning, we need to remember that gargoyles, and this was the article that um, she mentioned she had watched the show. Regardless of their symbolic meaning, we need to remember that gargoyles were created during a period of mass illiteracy in Western Europe. They were both a form of entertainment and responsible for shaping the narrative of public behavior. Towns and cities were and still are overrun with these nightmarish creations forcing its inhabitants, forcing us to question the relationship between sin and salvation, good and evil, reality and fantasy, fact and superstition, the visible and invisible each time we drop our head back and gaze up at them in the sky. But being here in the North Americas, there's not too many gargoyles we get to uh, gaze up at. I've never seen a single gargoyle over here. No, you haven't. Lame. It's sad, it's boring. It's like how you know you know how old McDonald's used to look like fun, yeah, like colors and shit. Mm-hmm. Now they just look like straight bu- buildings. Yeah, well, even the old ones were brown, Beige. but you had the red and the yellow. Oh, I'm talking about the inside. Oh, that too. Yeah, but I mean, they used to be all like fun, fun characters. You know, I mean, they've been bringing back the grimace lately, which is yeah, very Which exciting. I've
1: seen some wild videos yeah. on that.
0: Have you tasted grimace this year? No. <laughs> You haven't had any of Grimace in your mouth? No. I've had him twice. Interesting. <laughs> it's a Grimace shake. It's just a blueberry shake. It's fine. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. Uh-huh. But yeah. He was a fun, crazy character. I got a point here. Ronald McDonald was like a crazy clown. Like, There's like fun characters. Yeah. Like gargoyles. Yeah. They're gone. The gargoyles don't exist
1: over here. Even though it was Grimace's birthday... Are you saying America hates fun? I'm saying America... So I'm pretty sure we blew up a bunch of shit a couple of days ago, and that was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, sure. What shit did we blow up? It was the 4th of July. Oh, I thought there was. I thought like we bombed somebody, and I didn't know about it. That's well, probably oh, I mean, true. Maybe. That probably happened. That probably <laughs> happened. Yeah, that probably happened. Yeah. Yeah, but right... I'm just saying, at some point, maybe things got too serious. I mean... You can't just, you can't have little fry people. The Hamburglar, he steals hamburgers. He's silly. He's... Mary McCheese?
1: He's a criminal.
0: Mary McCheese is not a criminal. He's a, mm. he's a, well, he's, he's a politician. politician. <laughs> I bet he was in on it.
1: Yeah. It was part of the grift. Yeah. It's all, Yeah.
0: You know. hmm. See? And then Ronald was the hero. The clown? The clown. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. The clown the jester or maybe he's just a distraction as they robbed us blind he was the mastermind oh my god he was it's not a coincidence that joker is also a clown isn't it yeah but to compare them with gargoyles okay <laughs> they, like it's the 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 flair the festiveness like it's just gone it's the just dramatic like, yeah buildings are just straight and boring and yeah, as opposed to like all the, like the, the curves and like the, the rooftops of old McDonald's. And every time I say old McDonald's, I want to say he had a farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying hard not to, but I just did, so there's that. Um, you know, like some, the fun, it's festive. Give me some gargoyles. Give me a house built in 2024 with a gargoyle. Come yeah. on. Give me a suburban gargoyle. Come on. You know what I want outside of a house if I had one that was all mine? Ronald McDonald. I was gonna say a gargoyle of the Mothman, but he would be crazy too. <laughs> right? It's like a Mothman perched on the top.
1: I think you should get a Ronald McDonald perched on the top. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? It acts as a gutter. Like,
0: hey, you want to see my Ronald? What? And it's writing this water coming out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I got
1: Grimace on the other corner. You look over.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. I also got a thing where Grimace might be like he's might have been um Created to be like the inside of like a milkshake without like a cup. I don't know what he's <laughs> supposed to be. I love Grimace. He's amazing. He's just a blob. <laughs> he's hilarious.
1: He's a chicken nugget before they cook it. That's what he is. Oh my
0: god, chicken nuggets are purple. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, whatever. And somebody, definitely not me, was like, they make the milkshakes with like milk and Grimace. I didn't say that though. It wasn't me.
1: Well, I, now oh. I'm back
0: in. <laughs> There's this industrial farming of grimaces and they just got him hooked up to milking machines. That's why his name is Grimace, because he's never happy.
1: He's He's just grimacing at all times.
0: Keep in mind he's a he and they're milking him for... Oh no. Oh no, Grimace, what's happening? This episode brought to you by McDonald's. So to speak of Gargoyle's true nature, again, to speak of being in the gutter, one thing is absolutely true. Unlike gargoyles that push rainwater away from buildings to keep them safe, social media funnels the worst aspects of humanity in ways that threaten to unravel the very sinews of society itself. If all it takes is one boisterous lady on a plane, and that's being generous, she's being a psycho, to start a metaphorical snowball of misinformation and one mad lad who just didn't give a fuck, even though the disclaimer was underneath this video, that's the best part. Mm -hmm. And within two clicks, people are just saying, you know, the telephone, the social media game, that the woman saw the monster herself. Uh, Again. Yeah. One boisterous lady on a plane to start a metaphorical snowball of misinformation resulting in large swaths of the internet. Believing in shape-shifting monsters, we are all in trouble, and the coming years will be more volatile than the last seven or so. The legends of gargoyles were invented during an age of misinformation and illiteracy. Look at our current world. What legends are being made right now? All around us, that we really
1: have no idea about. I'll tell you one right now. Please. Pazuzu is the CEO of Southwest, and he personally rides each flight. And she fucking spotted him. Yep. I mean, you heard it here.
0: God, if that plane is honestly Southwest, because there's a chance it could be. I mean, it could be. <laughs> yeah, it's. Then there's literally no holes to poke into your theory whatsoever. But again, a demon on a plane it makes sense, anyways. If it's Bazoozu, because uh-huh. I mean,
1: of the air, kingship over the Lidlu wind demons. I mean, maybe those are planes. Oh my God! Doesn't say they aren't. <laughs> it's true. Which I mean, again,
0: no evidence is not disproving, like you said. Could be. That's wild. But, yeah, crazy lady and gargoyles. Yep. And who knows what's coming next, so buckle up, people.
1: That was a wild thing. But, yeah, that
0: right? Yep. That was exciting. And again, special thanks to Gina for, again, compiling those videos for me. I appreciate that. But, yeah, again, I didn't have any idea because I, w- I was going to start with that story, of course, and then go somewhere, and I was like, I guess I'm just going to talk about some gargoyle facts. Cool. Which, I mean, yeah, we need more gargoyles. That's I can get behind that. But yeah, if you uh if you have a gargoyle outside your house, you should take a picture and send it to Weird and Feared Podcast at gmail.com. Um, review us and rate us wherever you're able to do such a thing. Leave us some comments on the Instagrammers. We appreciate that. It's nice. Feedback's yep. cool. Uh support us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared behind the veil. Get some extra I mean, Zach talking, some episodes on there after these episodes conclude. And then I'll have, above all else. Like, don't get on a plane and get wasted and yell about demons. Or maybe, I mean, I'm not going to say do. I'm not going to say do.
1: No, I don't endorse it.
0: But no, I do not endorse it. So then I'll just leave that there in the air. you do you. You do you. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you got to do is stay spooky.
1: Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>